0: to the Rad Ladies Podcast. Today we're having former Congresswoman. Abby! Aren't you excited? I'm so excited.
1: Abby Finkenauer was our congresswoman. She lost her election in November, but she's gave Sunshine one of her first post-election interviews. So we talked to Abby about uh, what it's like to be a congresswoman, and it's a great interview. I'm so excited for it. Hey, Sunshine? Yeah. Do you wanna run for
0: office one day? I have no clue. With you, sky's the limit, right? Yup. We can do I wanna be a doctor, something else, something else. I keep on forgetting all the names because I want to be so many things. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Except I guess you can't be a dancing glitter farting unicorn. I mean, don't limit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Okay, could want to be a bus, but I mean... You could want to be a what? Turn, a bus. A bus? A bus. Should,
1: you could, yeah, you could want to be a bus. A bus. Um, When your Uncle Zach was little, he wanted to be a light post.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to laugh at that. <laughs> so
2: crazy. Okay,
0: let's get into the interview before we all explode, because we're thinking about buses and tractors and all the things we want to get. Well, we want to... That have nothing to do with the interview. Yup. Yep. Thank you. I was getting tongue-tied. But. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoy the interview.
1: thank you yes. for coming and answering cool. the questions
2: well we i'm excited to be here and talk to sunshine and liz but really excited to talk to sunshine yeah, yeah. i'm like the
0: i'm like the meter d here yeah at- she's like the co i'm the ceo she's the co-worker oh, oh. i like that i like that a lot is that how, I think that's probably how the whole house
2: works, right, Liz? A
0: vice president. I'm the CEO. She's vice president. Oh my goodness. Well, I feel
1: like in any company, the vice president does all the work. So that um, that
2: would be. Well, i are not even president. You're vice president. <laughs> she's, the
1: <CEO. laughs> she's the CEO. She's the president. She's the board president.
0: And I'm the president of boxport City. Oh yes, we have. I built this village down in our basement out of boxes. Yes. Okay. It's pretty
1: big. Yeah. We um at the beginning of pandemic, Sunshine was collecting boxes and built this very big box fort city, but then explain to Abby what happened. It got flooded twice. My house got destroyed. So after Show, we lost our gutters, and then when it rained, we had water in our basement.
2: Ah, so sunshine also had house damage (laughs) (laughs) too. Yes, I did. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Ah, well, I think in my village and on the house. Ah, well, I think all of Cedar Rapids and the surrounding area feel your pain, Sunshine. Oh, I sounds like you you rebuilt though. Yeah, I rebuilt my house. Good, mm-hmm. good, good.
1: That's what we like to hear. And are we back it, better than ever? Yes, my <laughs> we build back better. Uh-huh. We built back better.
0: <laughs>
2: Amazing, very on brand. Is-
0: <laughs> well, I got these building tubes a while back, and I built my house out of that. Oh, you should do a YouTube video on how to make this box work.
1: Oh yeah, we should we should do a YouTube. We should branch out from podcasts into videos. I'm just getting <laughs> More <laughs> things to do in the middle of the pandemic. Why not? We're. It's not like you know we're really doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to ask Abby some
2: of the questions?
0: Oh yeah, sure. Let's start now. I just got carried away in Boxford City.
2: Great. So cool. Excited.
0: What was the interrogation like? Cause the um, interrogation. It's no, not interrogation. Inauguration. Ah!
2: <laughs> oh man! Oh, thank goodness, it was not an interrogation. <laughs> And it was an inauguration, although we were all very scared, you know, a few weeks before about what it would be like, because there was that insurrection on the Capitol on January 6. So that's when um, all those Trump supporters um, wearing Trump flags and hats um, at his urging decided to break into the Capitol. And it was really scary. And I know we were all really worried about what the inauguration of President Joe Biden would be like after that. And so um, there were a lot of National Guard there keeping everybody safe, Um, a lot of law enforcement there trying to keep everybody safe, Secret Service, you name it. And it was a very different Washington than I had ever seen before. Um, So there were lots of fences up, um, all of that. But the inauguration itself uh, was really inspiring, and I think something that our entire country needed. Did you watch it, Sunshine? Yes, mm-hmm. you forced wow. me. So, what was what was your favorite part? I liked when
0: Lady Gaga sang the national
2: anthem. So that was one of my favorite parts as well. And the reason being, so I was sitting there um, in the front lawn. So I wasn't up on, you know, the stage area or anything. I was more on the lawn part. There was about a thousand people there, which is very small group of people considering usually there's just tons of people going even back to the Lincoln Memorial sometimes. Yeah, but, usually there's thousands and thousands. and because of security reasons and, and the pandemic, there weren't many people. So we were sitting on the lawn kind of facing Lady Gaga and the, the stage as it, or the Capitol. And when Lady Gaga was singing and she, after, she pointed to the flag when she said, and our flag was still there, and there it was on the Capitol that had been attacked just a few weeks earlier, um, that was one of my favorite moments of the whole entire inauguration, because it just made me feel like we were going to be okay, that those folks did not win those folks meaning domestic terrorists, um, that broke into our capital did not win and that our democracy was going on. Our country was going to go on and we were going to be all right. And then my other favorite part, which I I knew would mean a lot to me, but I didn't know how much it was going to mean, was when our now Vice President Harris walked out the door when they introduced her, that she was coming to her seat, Uh, and she was Vice President-elect Harris, and it was our first woman Vice President ever in this country, and to, to see that was just a really um, emotional a moment for me because, you know, I, I remember growing up and when I was your age, Ellis, I didn't really see a lot of girls in politics or in public service. I just, there wasn't a lot of us. And so um, to know that that moment was happening and that little girls across the country um, Black, brown, um, little girls all across the country and the world were watching that. Um, It's pretty cool. You know, it's I,
1: I, I was making them watch it, and I was like, "Look at this! Look at how important this is!" And it occurred to me that like you and I, our whole lives haven't seen a lot of female representation. But sometimes only nine, and I and soon to be ten. March, but. Actually she sees female elected people all the time. The first the first um, election you remember is Hillary Clinton and me talking about that, right? You remember we had all this Oh
0: yeah, she still is the thing. It's um it's like the campaign uh, campaign poster thing.
1: Yes, yes. And so, so Sunshine's just grown up with women in politics everywhere, but it's, it's like, it's like really special for us. But like for her, it's just like another Wednesday.
2: Yeah. 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 Which is great.
1: Which is great. True. True.
2: I, I hope, and I can't imagine it won't change what the face of leadership looks like in 10 years because of what, little girls like sunshine all across the country have been able to witness now. And it's so normal versus, I mean, I remember being, um, sunshine, sunshine's age and sitting around with my, my uncles and my grandpa talking politics, right? It wasn't necessarily my mom or my aunts. It was my uncles and my grand my grandpa. And so I, I'm seeing that change and I hope that that means again, we have, uh, sunshines all across the country running for office soon. <laughs> do you want to run for office,
0: sunshine? Yeah,
2: maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, maybe what? Hey, we'll take maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe. Good it. Maybe, maybe More than no. So.
0: <laughs> um, so were you interested into politics when you were
2: little? I was. So do you get, well, I know school's a little different right now because of the pandemic and everything, but do you get weekly readers? Do those sound familiar? So... I know what a reader is. So, reader. I had, in elementary school, so when I was your age, we would get these things called weekly readers. And they still exist. Um, I, I wish every kid's classroom had them. And every week we'd have, there'd be news stories in there about what was happening in the world. And so then when I was 10, um, my mom, my brother was doing some magazine sales when he was in junior high, and my mom came to me and asked, What subscription of whatever do you want? And I think she thought I was going to say like Disney or Kids Bop or something. And instead, I told her I wanted Newsweek, which was the adult version of Weekly Readers. So uh, I got my Newsweek and I would read it the day that it came. I loved it. And I could see you know, what was happening around the country and around the world every week. And then I'd go to church with my grandpa and my uncles and my, all my cousins, all of that um, on Saturday nights. And then after church, we'd walk down to their house and I'd sit there after dinner with them talking about what was happening in the world. And they listened and they cared what I had to say. And because I was reading my Newsweek, that was really fun. <laughs> and so I, I really, that's kind of where just caring about what was happening around me started. And, and if you care about what's happening around you and you care about your community, but again, kind of the bigger picture as well, you realize you have to care about politics. You have to care about policy. Because so much of the laws that are made on your state or on your federal level that affects the country it or your state, that's where so much of it is happening. And you better care about that piece, too. And I think that's what led me to it.
0: Yeah. So why did you decide to become a Congress lady?
2: So I was 28 at the time when I decided to run for Congress. Um, there had never been a woman in her 20s ever elected to Congress before in the history of the United States at that point. There had also never been a Congresswoman from Iowa. There had been women who had run, um, but didn't quite get there, um, but definitely paved the way for folks like me to do it. Um, we had a woman senator, we had a woman governor, um, but they were women that I saw that had very different ideologies than I did, that I didn't think actually represented women and their issues well. And so I was thinking about it and going, well, you know, I really have nothing to lose. I care about my community. I always have. I believed in public service. I was already a state representative. Um, So I had been a state representative at that point for two and a half years when I decided to run for Congress. And I knew I knew the policy. I knew I cared. And I knew I grew up in rural Iowa, but then I represent the city of Dubuque. So, you know, you kind of hear that a lot in Iowa, right, Sunshine, where there's people who say that, oh, rural is so different than the, than the city and all of that. And I just remember thinking to myself, we're not all that different. And I think there's some value and bringing people together and talking about how we have the same shared values of caring about our neighbors, of being there for each other. And I decided that that was a message we hadn't heard for a while since Donald Trump had gotten elected in 2016. And so I decided, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go put my whole heart into it, go talk to folks all across the district and um, hope I raise enough money to tell my story on, tv and mailboxes all of that i had no idea how i was going to do that but i just kept trying to take the next right steps and so i ran and i won yay
0: um <laughs> yay
2: <laughs> you,
0: and you would sit in a room all day and talk sometimes <laughs> you <just> occupied <laughs> how do you go to the bathroom okay
1: so that's that's that sunshine's idea of like what it's like to be a congressperson is that you just sit in a room all day and you talk to people you can
0: be in the middle
2: of a really important discussion you need to go to the bathroom well you just go to the bathroom and you need to go to the bathroom that's something you can do whenever whether you're a congresswoman or what you know you just you do what you got to do so i you know it's not just sitting in a room and talking to people all day. That's part of it. Some days there was a lot of that, but that's usually when, so when I was in DC and people would come from Iowa to visit DC, that's where I would sit there and have conversations with them. And sometimes there were days where, all day there were Iowans that come and that was really great and got to talk to them and then some days there weren't as many that came and so I would be in committee hearings and I'd be asking questions about issues that came up I'd be voting on the floor meaning going to the U.S. House floor and voting yes or no on the bills that came up I'd be working with my staff on bills and then I'd also This was also a thing for me. Not everybody does this, but um, I went home almost every weekend. So I'd spend about 14 hours a week um, on an airplane or in an airport. And then on the weekends, I'd get to travel around Iowa and get to meet Iowans and talk to them. So, sounds like a busy week. (laughs) It was definitely very busy. Uh, And, you know, I think if you do the job right, and it is a. It, there are people that have much harder jobs than a Congressperson, but if you do the job right, it's not easy, and it shouldn't be because you care about people and you try to do the right thing and you work really hard. What's your favorite type of flower? Ooh, actually, I have one sitting behind me. Um, so, I, so I learned how to garden. Um, this one, okay. To say that I'm a gardener is really, it's a stretch here. Um, I learned how to plant flowers, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) um, back when the pandemic really started like March ish. Right. And I think a lot of people started doing that. Um, we had decided, I think at that point to get Daniel and I, my, my new husband, we decided to get married in our backyard at some point. And I thought, well, we should make it look pretty. And so I started – I asked his mom to help me kind of learn how to plant things, Um, but my favorite flowers were actually something I did not plant and were just already here. And you see those – the big, white, fluffy flowers? Those are hydrangea, and I love them because they're very big and fluffy and they make me happy, but also because of the fact that they get prettier as they – get older so when you think of flowers dying they actually aren't they're just get changing colors and it's getting prettier and they kind of like never get old and so you can't you can't really go wrong with hydrangea
1: kind of like me i just get prettier as i get older
2: It's a, good, it's a good metaphor. I didn't even think about that. I should have as I was saying it. But no, basically it's just if you mess it up, they don't look bad. So.
1: Um, uh, hydrangea are also my favorite and I planted two large hydrangea this. They're still there. Well, yes, there's hydrangea at your, um, at yes. your dad's house and then this year in our new house I planted them. What color? Um, Pink. Well, they're the they're the bluey pink and then i have a big white one too so we'll highlight like it your vibe derecho. <laughs>
0: i was right i just i just said over in the word i love it okay and to go along with the flower question what's your what's your favorite cookie what's your favorite cookie? we just made cookies ooh snickerdoodle yeah. Snickerdoodle! Doodle. Oh, we haven't made
1: those. We'll have to make Abby's um, favorite cookie tomorrow when we're still stuck inside
0: because
2: I love love your recipe. I I can send it to you.
0: Great. Right. Those I like those Girl Scout cookies with the hole in the middle. Mm. It's like the circles. Like Are the they circle. the lemon
2: ones? The caramel mm-hmm. delights. They oh. have. Oh! I love them. That was Yum. Mm-hmm. Did we get any Girl Scout cookies yet, Sunshine? Mm-hmm. Not yet.
1: We are gonna order some from her cousin. So oh,
2: good call. Good call. Yeah.
1: We have to order them online because yes. the cousin lives in Minneapolis.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Do you okay, what's okay. your other question? You two more questions left. Okay. Were you naughty when you were little? Yes. I was. Um
2: perfect for our next question. Can you guess? Well, can I tell you something funny about being naughty and that describe who I was? So I, I would get in school, I would get bored really easily. I just, but luckily I had, I had really small class sizes. And so, um, my teachers were picking up that I was getting bored, but they still would have us Color a lot. I hate it crayons. I don't like crayons. I like markers because crayons they just take forever They hurt your hand and markers just they're fast, right? And I didn't really care about staying inside the lines. and they would make us color and I would get really annoyed and one day I think this was kindergarten. I decided to stage a protest of having to color and had everybody break the crayons in half. Um, but people made us color with half broken crayons. So I thought it was being really smart here and kind of changed a coup. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I don't like coloring. I mean, I so like, like coloring, just yeah, not that, that answer answered the, that answered the, the last
0: answer. question was what was the time when you were naughty when you were little? <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. Yeah, that it was really naughty. Yeah, What did the teachers think? Actually, um, the teacher, that's when I think that was when she realized how bored I was. and. She took me to, and God bless teachers. Oh, my goodness. Teachers are amazing. Teachers are
0: amazing.
2: Really amazing. And this teacher took me then one, because I had to stay in for recess because I was naughty. And so the teacher took me um, to the library. It was a kind of a very small library, small school, small library. And she walks me in, um, and she starts showing me all the books and starts pulling them off the shelf and had me start reading the books and she kept pulling different kind of levels and at one point i was sitting there just reading to her one of these chapter books and she goes oh this is why you've been bored (laughs) i was like yes i i could read and so i was bored and so instead we i I ended up just um you know being able to to have stuff that challenged me and then i didn't act out anymore well i mean i still did but (laughs) Yeah. This is like yeah. when your uncle
1: Zach was little. He staged a protest in Sunday school because we hated the Sunday school teacher, and he had everybody start throwing their cookies at her.
0: <laughs> oh man! No. Yeah. Know that?
1: How yeah. dare you? Not. So, oh. uh, so. Uh, Ascension's uncle zach is 16 months younger than me and we always went to I small churches he can deal with it i don't care um and so <laughs> roasted. he um, roasted and so yeah he like and we hated the sunday school teacher we were in the class together and she had like i don't know she's like mean and she had like spit on her lips like always like on her lips that's what i remember and um and then my brother hated her and this is like the same sunday school we snuck out the window of one time but yeah he had everybody like rise up in rebellion during snack time and throw their snack at her
2: (laughs) no way it was awesome (laughs) think of it
1: you know i was like i was like six and your uncle zach was five i remember we all got into big big trouble i oh, don't know but i just don't remember everything that happened
2: sunshine have you yeah. ever been naughty huh are you have you been naughty you're not uh,
0: naughty. my brother i think is
2: the
0: naughty one <laughs> <laughs> He climbed on top of the counter, and went, um, Mom went into the car to get me because I I'd fallen asleep, and we had just come back from uh, from playing somewhere. And he climbed up on a counter and holding a huge piece of pie, and then he oh, looked cool. at Mom,
2: and he looked at the pie, and then looked back at Mom. And he ate the pie. Then, my pie. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's not naughty. He's literally wearing a shirt right now that says nice. Let's fix that! Stop.
0: for the magic eight
2: ball. Okay, can you.
1: Wait, stop. Uh, little brother, can you say hello to Abby?
2: Hello. Hello, little brother. Nice to meet you.
1: All right. Little brother is the only one who can accurately work the magic of the magic eight ball. Ooh. So, do you have a yes or no question for our magic eight ball?
2: Oh, boy. Uh, Will. Will Democrats ever win statewide in Iowa again? Oh, that's a great question. No pressure or anything, JQ. There's a lot
1: writing on this question. This is the most serious question anybody's asked. Where I'm very upset. It said, cannot predict now. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That,
0: no,
1: that's not saying no. <laughs> again, or maybe we should just leave it at that.
2: People yeah, we'll take cannot predict now that means things can happen, which means that they can't. So, yeah, it means we have hope. There's so, hope that's all we, you know, that's all we ever need is that's it. That's it. <laughs> literally, right now, it's all we got. So, <laughs> you're right. Let's not, nope, don't. I be, nope. can't, I can't find anything.
1: Else. That's all the magic gate Paul wants
0: to tell us today. <laughs> I
2: love it. I
0: love it. Oh my god, uh-huh. thanks. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Abby.
2: Well, thank you, Sunshine. This has been fun. Thank you, JQ, for the eight ball. Thank you, Mom. Uh, <laughs> this has been super fun. And thanks for asking me. All right. Talk to you Bye. soon. We'll let you know when it's up. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye.